You would not believe what happened today. Let's talk tonight. I need your opinion on this outfit. Please call me as soon as possible. FaceTime later? I miss you. Call me. Call me. I have the best story to tell you. Call, call me in five. five. Hi, buddy. Hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Call Me in Five podcast. Oh my goodness, there's a car honking outside. Mm. Anyway. Sure. Cool. Um, there's hammering in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Our next door neighbors just decided that Sunday morning is a great time to hammer a bunch of stuff. And Kuwait just decided to be the loudest country on earth. So. <laughs> oh. <Fire. laughs> um, Anyway, I feel like it's been a million years since we recorded. Yeah. I feel like that every time, but mm-hmm. I think especially this time, because last time, it was just so different. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was our live. Um, can we talk about that? Because that was so much fun. It was really Shut fun. Up. The cutest. Um, we're absolutely doing it again. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everybody who joined us. If you want to go back and see the actual recording, you can see it on our Call Me In 5 Instagram under the um, IGTV tab. And the whole thing is there for your viewing pleasure. Yep. Watch us be weird <laughs> with hats on. And Lydia destroy us in the gingerbread making competition. Spoilers. Well, sorry. I'm not sorry, actually. Well, it's not the last gingerbread house we're going to talk about, either, in this episode. Wow. Foreshadowing. Oh. Oh. Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. What's new in your guys' life? Even though... Oh. Even though I feel like we talk, we text literally every day. Yep. I feel like I haven't really talked with you guys in a while, mm. so mm. what's new? They made some really good soup. Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> it I was saw really good. of it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. She I, was a chef. I am. Uh, my grandma got me an air fryer for, Shut my, up. for my birthday. Shut up. Yeah. And I'm a chef now. She is. Wow. She made chicken wings last night. They're delicious. Um, the house just really smells like chicken today, though. It really does. <laughs> I walked out here this morning and said... Mmm, chicken. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else uh-huh. is new? We're almost done with school. Mm-hmm. Next oh, week is our last God. week before winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going on a field trip. I have trip. four days left. Yep, we had we have five. We're going on but a. But we field also trip. have a field trip next week. Yep. Oh. We're going to see Elf the Musical. <laughs> Junior. Aww. It's going to be the cutest time of my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's so cute. What else? Um, Olivia Rodrigo is going on tour. Oh, yes. <gasps> we tried to get tickets, um, but Ticketmaster crashed. And so we couldn't get any, and now they're sold out. Yeah, but they were so expensive. Yeah. What were they in the States? Um, I think... Well, when our friend Alex was looking... For the Armory, which is, like, a pretty small venue for somebody yeah, as big small. as Olivia. But it mm-hmm. was, like, $200. Yeah. 
<laughs> but then like companies bought tickets and then were reselling them for like 700 so oh my goodness for the armory yeah because i just need to say something and it is that i did get tickets you, yeah, did. you did a singular ticket mm-hmm. yeah um and it's not for the states though no um but i'm gonna see her before i come home in the summer i'm so excited i'm rich (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do um i agree 100 percent um just 700 dollars though it's not what Um, i gotta do yeah no i would have drawn the line (laughs) yeah yeah i don't even know if i would have spent 200 (laughs) that's so much I know. I was talking with Liz, and I was like, what's the most that you would pay to see an artist that's, like, your favorite? Mm-hmm. And she's like, probably 200 max. And I was like, yeah. I feel like 200 or 300. Yeah, I... But... Well, I'm just thinking of what I would pay to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't know. It would depend. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. <laughs> um, but we are going to see oh. the band Camino and, and Ben Platt later this year. Or later yeah. next In year. In March. Oh. Shut up. I know. I'm so upset about the Ben one. I would spend millions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> she said, if I'll spend money on donuts. I would spend them. Yep. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, okay, I'm going to change topics really quick, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. No. That is no. that um, my apartment looks like Christmas threw up on it Whoa. in the best way. Um, and I think it comes from how it does not feel like Christmas in the slightest, and so I'm making up for it in my apartment. Mm. Sure. And I even yesterday purchased like a cinnamon scented candle and I think that's the thing that's making me the most like sentimental because my mom loves like cinnamon scented candles Mm. um and so this like now it really feels like home um so that's nice for me because we're again not going to talk about how I'm not going to be here for Christmas no we're not we're not nope um are we have just been getting so many packages from Lydia? Um, I think there's like three in the mailroom right now. Um, yeah, probably. Probably. And I just want to open them under the tree right already. So. <laughs> Not right now. Yep, right now. Actually, yep. oh, let's sure. do a live unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought of another thing. Oh my goodness. I went camping in the desert. Sure did. Wow. I had one of the most fun times of my entire life um, while simultaneously being the coldest I've ever been for the longest period of time. Gross. Um, literally freezing. And the next morning I got up after miraculously falling asleep and Liz and I were like, we've never been so cold. We're like complaining and being like, ah. And then I was like, you know, for as cold as I am, I would do it again tonight. <laughs> sure. Yikes. It was so fun. 
10 out of 10 would recommend. I love that for One you. of your Christmas gifts is here. Um, and the other one, I ordered it so long ago, like almost a month ago, and it is mm-hmm. still not here. And it's Ooh, shipping so from Maryland. And I ordered something from China. It's like from Etsy. And it got yeah. here just way before. That's so rude. I know. I'm kind of bitter about it. Brittany and I ordered I'm bitter about um, it matching t-shirts for our team, like the one-two team. Um, it's really cute. They say teacher and then there are names on them. Um, mm-hmm. and we ordered them. I actually ordered mine first. Mm-hmm. I ordered mine like probably five minutes before you did. Mm-hmm. And Brittany's are, do you say it's here? Yeah, it's already in the mailbox. And mine haven't even shipped. So I'm just like, what yeah. in the world? And I messaged them and they're just like, it's shipping. And I'm like, well, that's annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. So I'm just like, now it's not going to be here in time to give to them at the same time, which is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you having so high? (laughs) She said, (laughs) (laughs) This is laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hot Seat, Jalen. Hi. Hey. Hey, I'm here. It's a pleasure to yeah. have you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Mm, sure mm. is. All right, Jalen. <laughs> yeah. Your question is: What is something that you would rate ten out of ten? Mm, good question. Good question. Um, you so can't many, answer. I know. So many things come to my mind, though. Mm. So, okay. Okay. I, I know. Kayla, do you go first? <laughs> I would say, um, your Florida itinerary. Oh, mm. good. It was ten out of ten, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Okay, my turn. Okay. I think you would rate uh, Taylor Swift's <gasps> album "Lover." <laughs> A 10 out of 10. Yes, that was my answer. Wow. Yes. Lover wow. specifically, not 1989. Yeah, love, no lover. Well, also 1989, but lover is what I had in my head. Um, I would also <clears throat> say 10 out of 10 funny hats. Mm. Um, oh, yes. Anything pink. Even though it's not your favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkle lights, 10 out of 10. Mm. Good. Yep. Nice. Yep. Okay. Right. Also, National Treasure. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so high? <laughs> Thanks for playing hockey. <laughs> Micah, please give us a new audio. <laughs> so we can stop. Oh my goodness, you guys. I cannot wait for this episode. Um, I think I've literally already said this a million times. I think so, but too. our first Call Me in Five Chronicles is, your is favorite still my episode. favorite episode. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and I think that today's will be no different. I do just need to be honest for a second beforehand mm-hmm. and say that I did finish reading the book 
approximately two hours and ten minutes ago. Oh, that's good. I read almost all of it. I read 29 (laughs) pages on Friday, and yesterday I read the rest of it. So probably 320 pages I read yesterday. (laughs) Just you guys wait for this episode out of context on Instagram because it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. (laughs) Good. All right. Um, Also, before we get too far into it, we know we told you that Blair was going to be on the episode with us. Mm -hmm. Blair Wyman. She was on our goal setting episode. A couple episodes ago. Yeah, we love her. And she unfortunately wasn't able to make it today because of a family situation. Um, But we just love her so much and we send her so much support and good vibes. Um, And she's going to be back again in the future without a doubt. She better be. Or I will riot. Yep. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So... I'm going to give a brief summary of the book, and then we will go into all of the main events. So if you did not read the book with us, Wait, what no is the fear. book called? I don't think we've said that. Oh, it's The Twelve Dates of Christmas by Jenny Bayless. Um, and again, yeah, if you haven't read the book, or if you didn't read the book with us, it's okay. You'll know all um, about it now. <laughs> we got you covered. But I still do... I still do recommend that you do read it. (laughs) Okay, here's my summary. Kate Turner has been enjoying her life in the small village of Blexford, England, where she grew up, which is only a few hours train ride to London. After moving to care for her heartbroken father when her mother traipses off with one of her newest lovers, Kate cannot picture living anywhere else. A couple of years into her return to Blexford, and after reconciling with her childhood best friend Matt, who owns the Pear Tree Cafe started by his late mother, Kate realizes that the only thing missing in her life is love. Enter the Lightning Strikes Dating Company and their new plan to mingle hopeless romantics and intertwined desiring singles. With the advertised 12 dates of Christmas thrust into her lap by her best friend Laura, Kate believes there's no better time than Christmas to fall in love. With so many possible connections, there's bound to be someone who sweeps her off her feet, right? Wrong. Well, at least sort of. Her mix of prospects include a know-it-all wine snob, an overly competitive gingerbread housemaker, a gay (laughs) salsa dancer, a much too forward dinner date, and a few men still in love with their exes. Mm. To top it all off, the only man she found a genuine spark with, Richard, is married. The odd revelation... (laughs) I cannot wait to talk about that. The (laughs) odd... The odd conglomeration of connections with various men leave her right where she started, alone and wishing she wasn't. But in the middle of it all, she realizes she's in love with the first boy to steal her heart when she was only a preteen. Finally, with the right timing, both Kate and Matt embark on their own love story right where it all began, at their pear tree. Oh, wow! Goosebumps! Goosebumps, Lydia! Wow! (laughs) You're so good at writing summaries. Thanks. <laughs> I like writing. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go into a description of each chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which we are. the book is, I don't know. Did you say it in the summary where she has 12 dates? 
Maybe yeah. that's the book title. So, anyways, <laughs> um, the book is broken up into 12 chapters, one for each date. Yes. Right. So, we're each going to talk about um, a few of the chapters and mm-hmm. all the tea that goes down. Good. All okay, right, let's get so started. chapter number one um, is mostly about, like, the background. Um, it talks mm-hmm. about her and Matt, um, their childhood best friends, which is wholesome. Uh, now she bakes for his cafe. He owns um, the Pear Tree Cafe. And then it kind of talks about how she, her best friend, Laura, is making her do the 12 dates of Christmas because mm-hmm. she doesn't mm-hmm. want her to be lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it she goes on the first date, which is supposed to be at the manor, I think, where mm-hmm. her best tea. friend works. Yeah. Tea, yes, tea at the manor. Tea. <laughs> tea. Um, <laughs> and so she's waiting on this bench um, for her date to come, and he never shows up. So what a great way to start, right? Um <laughs> So her first date is a no-show. And then it also talks a little bit about her family and how her parents got divorced a little bit ago. Um, Her mom is just um, unstable Mm -hmm. and a gallivanter, I think. So like Lydia said in the summary, she's off with her latest love affair. I think his name is Jerry. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um... And then it talks about her dad, who seems the complete opposite. I love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, just wholesome dad. And then it also goes into the backstory of how Matt's family died um, in a car accident. Right. So it's pretty sad. And then um, it kind of gives you a little sneak peek into, like, you know that something happened with Matt and Kate, where they had a little bit mm-hmm. of a falling out, but it doesn't go into detail. Um, and then her mom calls her from Barbados with Jerry. So, you know, her mom is just on a yacht or something. Um, right. And a quote that I had from the, fr- from the first chapter um, when her date doesn't show up is she says, I can't even get a date when I pay for one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, mood, um. I guess. Uh <laughs> That was a really good summary of the first chapter. Yeah, so that's that's what happens in the first chapter. There you go. And thank you for reminding me of that, because I did read the first chapter about a month ago. Mm. <laughs> good. Good. Yep. Okay. I read um, it yesterday. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> We're the worst. Okay, anyway. <laughs> You've literally had the book since last year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> A whole 365 Um, days. Oh, something that I wanted (laughs) to preface that I didn't before we started talking about this was, and we've kind of already hinted at it, that there is mention of infidelity and of unreciprocated sexual advances. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. I personally don't feel like they go too heavily into either of them. No. But if that's something that you don't want to hear about, then this might not be the best book for you. Because it mentions it a number of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, also, since we just talked about the first chapter, I just want to say that the first chapter was kind of hard for me to get into. 
personally. I don't know how you guys felt. I agree. Um, I think it's just because it is so much backstory, the first chapter. Yeah, exactly. I also feel like throughout the book, it talks so much about the manor and just, like, Mm. the historical building that it is. Um, Mm. And those parts I just found pretty boring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think also it's, like, written by an English woman. Yeah. And... Oh, a lot of, like, in. the language was lost on me yeah. just because certain adjectives aren't, like, ones that I would use yeah. and that kind of thing. But it also made it very magical. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was, yeah, I but thought it was... just that first chapter was kind of difficult for me. Um, but then once I got past that one and all the backstory, it helped. And I also, the first couple chapters in general just really like only wanted to find out about the dates i didn't really care about her backstory at first oh um sorry kate (laughs) um i just really wanted to hear about how all the dates went Mm, so sure that was my personal experience with that sure cute all right led your chapter two okay in the second chapter we see kate go on her first official date, but technically the second one. Mm-hmm. And at this one, she ends up going on a cooking date, which mm-hmm. it sounds lovely. Sounds like it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, there she meets Michael, and Michael seems like a great guy off the bat, too. She's, oh like, God. having a good connection with him. She's like, oh, maybe this actually is going to work out for me. Um, but then, <laughs> a little bit into the date... <laughs> He breaks down <laughs> and is literally sobbing because of his ex. Like loud, like uncontrolled. He, I just, I can sobbing. see it happening. It's so funny. He's like slamming that table. <laughs> why, why, why? Oh my God. And she's like getting embarrassed. I know. But then, actually, by the end, she convinces him to call her. What a queen. And they end up, like, making up, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Kate was like, actually, this wasn't a failed date after all. Maybe for me, but not for him. <laughs> queen. You know. That'd be the worst, though. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> all right. In chapter three, we meet Anthony. They go ice skating together. Mm. Um, well, first of all, he saves her a size six and a half. Which I thought was, I don't know. Wholesome. Yeah. Six and a half what? <laughs> skate. Skate, sorry. Because he's like, I don't know many five foot five women who wear a size eight. <laughs> but he saved her a size six and a half, so that was really cute. Um, and she yeah, sucks at ice skating. And he's like this big, strong fireman, so he just holds on to her the whole time. That sounds nice. It was really <laughs> cute. Um, but then at, they had like a halftime hot chocolate break. And they sat down, and he talks about his two kids. And then he reveals that he doesn't want any more kids, um, which Mm -hmm. his reasons behind it are valid. You know, like, he doesn't want his kids to feel replaced and things like that. Um, But she, like, wants kids. And so Mm -hmm. she ends up, like, breaking it off, being like, I I would love to see you again, but I can't because, like, I want kids and you don't. She's very honest. Yeah. 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 Um, and good on her because it would be worse in the long run. Right. <laughs> um, and then they kiss goodnight and it was just perfect. Ugh. And then she ends up at the end of the chapter at the cafe with Matt and they have some hot cocoa. 
Speaking of hot cocoa, I swear it was mentioned every other page that they were drinking hot chocolate. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I should have made, made some for myself <laughs> as we talked about this book. <laughs> Chapter four is called Cocktails and Kisses. Sure is. <laughs> so, um, at the beginning of the chapter, it's her, Kate, and Laura, and Matt, and they're at the cafe. And here is where you learn that Matt is afraid of birds. Mm-hmm. Um, Laura says, I will set birds on you. I will find some, and I will set them upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, a mood. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um... So then she goes on this date, a uh, cocktail-making date, which sounds really fun. Um, but she gets there, and her date is talking to another girl who is also there, but with another Red date. Red leather, leather skirt girl. Red yeah. leather skirt girl. Um, and so they, he comes over, and he's like, sorry about that. And then they start, and like a few minutes in, he's like, excuse me one second. Like, I need to go check on something. Yeah. Um, and he goes over to one of the reps, and he tells her that he doesn't want to be on the date anymore. He wants to go with the red leather skirt girl. So then the rep has to come over to Kate, and is like, this is really awkward, but he wants to go with the other girl. Would you mind going with the, with the, uh, the red leather skirt girl's date? So... Kate is just such a trooper. I feel like I would be like, no, I'm going to go home and cry now. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but she's like, yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> um, well, he's cute. He is cute. Um, well, yeah. Anyways, so then she is with Oliver. Mm-hmm. Oliver is um, the lumberjack. Yes. Um, yes, he is. And they really do just get drunk. <laughs> And True. have a funny drunk conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's cracking up so hard at the spelling. It was so hard reading. Yeah. It's like, what is this saying? <laughs> um, and they end up kissing a lot. A lot of kissing. Um, and then it cuts to her waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone's downstairs, and she thinks it's her dad, but it's actually Matt. <laughs> Um, I guess, well, Matt said that she called him and said that she was kissing a sexy lumberjack for three hours and then couldn't get into her house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then she's like, well, why are you still here? And he says, because you vomited an inhumane amount. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want you to choke um, on your vomit. Yeah. Which you did. And then he leaves and he's like, stop being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He was very worried about her. He is, yeah, yes. Very protective. He is like, you don't know these guys. They could be bad people. He says that a lot. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean is true, but also, how are you going to meet anyone? Mm-hmm. It's a hard balance, mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah, that's he chapter also- four. He kept calling it the 12 Dates of Shagmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, it was the talk of the town. Like, everybody Honestly. knew what was Ew, going I on. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I would leave immediately. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Chapter five. Uh, I almost said live. Throwback. Oh. Um, uh. Kate. <laughs> 
Kate makes her way to salsa dancing, which she's very excited about because she used to be into dance when she was younger. Um, and she's ready to actually dance with someone. She's hoping that whoever she's paired with isn't just wanting to like sit on the sidelines. Um, and she meets her date. His name is Drew. And (laughs) she like describes him as being like super attractive. And she's like, I hit the jackpot. And then he tells her, you're not my type. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, that's the rudest thing you could ever say. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it turns out that actually he's gay. Um, so to no fault of her own, Mm -hmm. she is not his type. Mm -hmm. Um, but he didn't feel like going around asking all the random people there if they were paired with the wrong person too. And so they both are good at salsa dancing. So they decide to dance together and it's the start of a very beautiful friendship. They're just like besties. I love it. (laughs) We hear more from Drew throughout the rest of the book but then at the end she ends up leaving and her car won't start oh I um, which about that. we've all been there your car won't start in the cold mm. um and nothing is getting to start literally no one is there anymore and so she's kind of just stuck but this car pulls up next to her and this very attractive tall man comes over and he's like i'm not gonna actually hurt you <laughs> I'm actually here to rescue you. Um, And he lets her sit in his car while she warms up. His name's Richard, by the way. And they find out that he actually was the man from the first date, the no-show. Who stood her up! Who stood her up. But it turns out the reason that he stood her up was because his son was in the hospital. So Kate was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. I forgive you. Um, and he gets her car started, and it turns out well. They exchange numbers, and yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a little leery about it. I said, mm, what's going on here? I wasn't yet. I wasn't yet as well. I was excited for her. But I do know the point that I was, and I will bring it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, um, chapter six. Um, it starts with Kate helping decorate the cafe for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac, which is Kate's dad, asks about her mom because he's literally the nicest person alive. Yep. Um, he then says that Matt brings out her sparkle, which oh. is just the cutest. <laughs> um, so the date in this chapter is called Dates with Mates. It's like you go on a date but bring your friends, so it's kind of like a double date. Um, so, um, Kate wanted to bring her friend Laura, but Laura couldn't go because her husband had to work or something. So then she invites Sarah, which is Matt's girlfriend. And Matt Mm -hmm. does not like it, but then he eventually goes along with it. Um, but on the way there, Sarah confides in Kate that she feels like Matt is holding something back from being all the way committed to her. Um. T. Right. (gasps) Like, she thinks, like, there's unresolved feelings from his past or something that he just isn't quite over that he's, like, all the way committed to her. But then we learn a little bit about Matt's past relationships. Um, So he was cheated on twice. We knew that he was married, but we learned a little bit more about her. 
Um, yeah. So they kind of have a cute little heart to heart. But yeah. then they get... To- I love Sarah, honestly. I do too. Yeah. Then they get to the event and we find out that Oliver from Kate's sexy cocktail making date is mm-hmm. Sarah's ex-fiance. <gasps> T. Uh, <laughs> They it broke up because he didn't he didn't want to leave when Sarah got a new job, which mm-hmm. is like the headmistress at the school, and mm-hmm. so she just starts weeping. Sarah does. I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> so then Kate's like, Okay, I'll go distract him. <laughs> you go on to the car. <laughs> so then Kate's like. She, like, flips over the table and then just, like, stuff is clattering everywhere. And Sarah is on her hands and knees curling out. And he's, like, he sees her and he's, like, Sarah? And it's like, Sarah? Who's Sarah? I have an aunt named Sarah. But all the while this is happening, as soon as he said Sarah, she freezes on the floor and is just, like, no longer moving. But then she pretends she found, like, a coin on the floor. She's like, I got, got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> that sounds like Jalen saying she trips a lot. Right. Oh I'm good. I trip a lot. Yeah. But then, after that, they run for the door, and Kate oh. promises Sarah that she won't say anything to Matt about Oliver. Tea. So mm-hmm. much tea going mm-hmm. on. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So much. All right. Which Check. I was kind of sad. I liked Oliver for her. Yeah. Me too. Yep. Yep. All right. Chapter seven mm-hmm. um, is the hiking date. So... Oh. With Phil. Um, but it starts out actually with Richard calling her um, mm-hmm. to set up their second first date. Um, and so she says that she'll go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, before the date, Matt calls her and asks what happens with Sarah at mm-hmm. the date with Oliver. Um, and she doesn't tell him about Oliver because Sarah made her promise not to. But she does tell Matt that Sarah said she feels like Matt is holding something back. Mm -hmm. She didn't Mm -hmm. lie to him. She didn't. She just didn't tell him about Oliver. Because she felt she didn't want to hurt their relationship. Right. Yeah. And she felt that it would be better if she didn't tell what happened. Right. Yep. They both, Kate and Matt, both have very protective feelings about each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Okay, so then um, it talks. It goes into finally like what happened between Kate and Matt. Um, so you find out that they went to college, and this is when Matt's family died. So he was going through it, and he didn't keep in contact with her. And then they spent a weekend together. They got drunk and they slept together, and they woke up, and he was just like peace out. And um, it says that he treated her like an infectious disease. Oh, I literally hate him. Um, (laughs) And so it says, after three weeks of being treated like an infectious disease, Kate traveled to Manchester to have it out with him. And he basically told her that he didn't want anything to do with her, which is the rudest ever. (sighs) She's like, what? So we're older now? We can't be friends? He's like, yeah, I don't want to be your friend. 
We need to unpack this. And uh, it just makes me so angry because she didn't do anything wrong and he was being a jerk. Um, and he basically was blaming it on that his family died. He's like, when your whole family dies, then you can talk to me about mood swings. And she's like, well, just because you're going through something doesn't give you the right to be a jerk. And he's like, well, too bad. <laughs> um, so then she leaves the country and travels around for two years. And that that's all it says about it. But I don't get it. I don't either. Like, well, I do get it. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> well... I'll get into it more later. Okay. Okay. I finished the book okay. last night and I was like, okay, but what about this? Like, why is he so angry with her? Yeah, we... I know. And there's another part that happens where I'm even more upset with Ugh. him. Um, yep. But we'll get to that soon, too. Okay. Um, so then it, it cuts back to the present because it was talking about their past. Yeah. And she's reflecting on where these protective feelings are coming from for him. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know if I'm protecting him from getting hurt or because I want it to be me. And I'm just tea. like, he, um, which I will talk more about something I appreciate about this book later um, when we get to it. Mm-hmm. But OK, then this is just really the longest chapter ever. Um, <laughs> then it talks <laughs> about Some of them are so long. literally. Her dad comes over and asks her if they can have Christmas at his house this year because he wants to bring a date. Cute little Evelyn. Cute little Evelyn. I saw it coming from the very first second and I thought, I love this for him. Yep. So, okay. Then it goes to her date with Richard, um, which he like is very show-offy and I did not like it like it was not a good vibe he was just like bragging about how much money he spent on the date Mm -hmm. and I don't know they played connect four which was cute and then she really likes him though Mm -hmm. she like was obsessed with him yeah um and they canonize yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyways so that's that date. And then the next day, she goes on the hiking date, finally, with Phil. Ugh, yeah. um, which Phil seems like such a I nice human. I love Phil. Um, but he, he kept is. talking about his ex. Yeah. Um, and so she's right. like, hmm, I don't know. He's in love with his ex. <laughs> but he gives her such a... He sweet... does. He's... Yeah. He gives her a sweet, tender kiss under the snow. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, it's and really nice. They do exchange numbers. They do. Yeah. Um, she's hopeful yeah. about him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, she gets this giant hickey on her <laughs> neck from a zipper accident, not from <laughs> kissing. Just she's like, oh, God, what's Matt going to say? You're right. going to give her so much crap for I, it. I thought it's, I think it's funny that they refer to it as a love bite. I know. Ew, I don't Ew, know. Ew, I hated no. that. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Ew. <sighs> okay, that's the end of chapter seven. Um, I love the part where she was taking pictures. I know. Just, like, in her own world. And then he's just like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> he's like, you have snow in your hair. Uh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Okay. Shut up. Go ahead, Okay. okay. <laughs> um, chapter eight. Big, big chapter. Mm-hmm. It starts off 
and Kate is helping Matt make pie. She's texting Phil and she's talking to Richard. Everything's going great. She's keeping her options open. She's decided she's going to make the most of the 12 dates of Christmas. She wants to get her money's worth. She paid a lot for it, so she's going to use it to its full extent. Richard sent her flowers, asking her on another date. It's very romantic. She's still very charmed by him. Um, and she's starting to think a little bit like, ooh, how am I supposed to choose between Phil and Richard? Mm-hmm. Um, but then Phil calls and he says, um, I'm going back to Australia because I'm in love with my ex. No, because she's sick. Because she was sick. Oh, and then... she's sick, but he's also just still in love with her. Right. She didn't think he was at fault in any way. She was mm-hmm. like, that's good for you. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Then she has her date with Richard. And date number two. They decide, yes, date number two. They decide to have a little game where they talk about their firsts. Ugh. And we learn that Kate's first kiss <gasps> was Matt. <laughs> um, I believe when I was reading this one, I might have even been at school because I was reading at school today, and I literally gasped. <coughs> I was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I was so shook. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kissed underneath the pear tree Ugh. in the yard of the cafe. Stupid. Um, <laughs> and just shut up. Okay. Um, then she goes on her eighth date of Christmas, and it's with Jim. <laughs> it starts out well. He seems very charming. She's excited about Ew. it. She goes to the bathroom to call her friend Laura to tell her how it's going. And (laughs) I know mood. And she returns and he has like turned on the creep status. Slime ball. Slime ball. Literally, he basically tells her he just wants to get in her pants. Um, He has no problem admitting it and that he and like all these people are betting on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that his first seven dates were successes. I cannot with that. You. Which, I mean, they were both consenting adults the other times. Right. But Kate was like, absolutely not. You're not going to do that with me. So go off, Kate. And he got mad at her. You. Yeah. You stormed off. I was scared. I, I was too. I was like, like whatever, slime off. Where is this going? You. Yeah. Nope. Um, she reports so, him, though, and he gets kicked out of the program, so that's good. Yeah, he does. And then that helps them catch some of the other people doing the same thing, too. So that Mm -hmm. was good. And then the last part is she goes to this little, like, outdoor Christmas market, which sounds magical. Matt is there, and she didn't expect him to be. And she's just thinking through all these feelings. Again, like Jalen said, she started to wonder if maybe the feelings that she had were because she wanted him, too. And a quote from the book says... Kate could no longer deny that she loved him. Okay. Um, and so this is the chapter where she admits it to herself, and she just knows without a doubt that she's in love with him. Um, so it's like the turning point. I just am grateful that this book, like, recognizes that women understand their own feelings, because I feel like a lot of times these types of stories, the girl doesn't realize she's in love with the guy until they're literally kissing. And it's, like, (laughs) this huge epiphany. And I'm, like, girls are not that stupid. Like, we know (laughs) what we feel. Um, So I think it's good that this book, like, gives us 
insight into that where she's like able to recognize that and it's not just like oh what I'm in love with someone what's going on um yeah yeah so I liked that I thought it was really nice chapter nine it opens with Matt bringing her coffee and breakfast (laughs) um which it's like both of her favorites and she says god I love you (laughs) and she's just like Way to go, Turner. Way to just say everything <laughs> that you thought. Oh, uh, right. Because right beforehand in the chapter beforehand, she said, I can never let him know. Right. She's like, she still respects him. And she's like, I don't want him to find this out. Like, he and Sarah are dating and they're happy mm-hmm. and I can't ruin this. Mm-hmm. And then two seconds later, I love, I love you. One of my, a quote from there. <laughs> she says, externally, she chewed her food and continued to chat casually with Matt while internally she tried to hammer nails back into the box of feelings that just exploded all over her kitchen. <laughs> That's my favorite quote of the whole book. Another quote from the same chapter. Kate excused herself and took her freshly microwaved mocha up to her bedroom where she internally punched herself repeatedly in the face. <laughs> So she really just almost exposed herself. She did. Um, but she recovered well, I would say. Yep. Yeah. After that, they talked briefly about his divorce and his ex-wife. Um, it's something that they've never really talked about before because that was a time when they like were not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Laura and her kids come and her dad come over and help decorate for Christmas. And Kate tells Laura that she's in love with somebody else. And she's like, who? And Kate's like, Matt. And she's like, Matt who? (laughs) 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 And so... I think at one point she even said, our Matt? Yeah. Right. And so that was like a big epiphany that they talked about. Laura's like, I feel like it's my brother and my sister, which is kind of weird. But then... (gasps) Matt... I was livid. Livid. Matt was supposed to bring over her Christmas tree to, for them to decorate. So he does, and he just knocks on the door so hard, and he just, like, brings in her Christmas tree, and he storms out, and he is so mad, but, like, he won't talk to her about it. But then he ends up saying that um, Sarah told him that they need some space, and that she told him about seeing Oliver at the date, and just a lot, a lot happened. And then she cried for a really, really long time. Mode. They're like having a screaming match in the middle of the street. Right. And then her dad and Laura are like, are you okay? Like, we can stay. And she's like, no, I need to be by myself. <laughs> Which is a big mood. Um... Yeah, And then a couple days later, she goes on the date to the escape room, which Richard is also on the date. So they meet up first for drinks. This made me so angry. And then they go, they're like in separate groups. So then Kate is in a group with Edward, which is her date. And then Todd and Mandy. (laughs) Oh, Todd and Mandy. Which Todd Todd and Mandy... They, lovers. they saw each other at the first date and they were just like in love. But they never <laughs> they never infatuated. They never saw or they never repaired together. So then now that they are, they're just like obsessed with each other. 
They did mm-hmm. not care about the escape room. They just cared <laughs> about each other. Oh my good god. <laughs> um, and then Edward approaches Kate and is just like, "What did he say? Like, I don't fancy you. you. You right?" And she's I wrote like, it down. "Okay." And he's just like really quiet. And they're trying to work together for the escape room. And they end up doing it really good. awkward, though. Right. And he's like, tell your boyfriend, like, I didn't touch you, whatever. And she's like, excuse me? (laughs) But then he leaves. So then she goes up to Richard and is like, did you talk to my date? And he's like, haha, yeah. It was just a joke, though. No. And then Kate rips him a new one. And then uh-huh. leaves. Go off. Ugh, the audacity. Ew. Ew. I can't. No. With him. Okay. Um, now we're on to chapter 10. Yeah. Um, chapter 10 is called Gingerbread Tantrums <laughs> <laughs> and Secrets <laughs> Outed. It's just um, one of my favorite dates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So... <laughs> So, um, Richard is just trying to apologize to her for talking to her date and basically threatening him, uh, which is just the worst toxic masculinity. Honestly. Um, but she forgives him, which I'm just like, I don't know if, I don't think I would. I just, I think she's just really desperate to get over Matt and she's like, maybe we could just make this work with Richard. Yeah. So she forgives him. Because she also decided that she's going to move to London. Oh, right. right. Yes, after the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so she forgives Richard and agrees to go to dinner with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to dinner. It goes well. Um, she likes being the center of his attention. And then mm-hmm. he <laughs> asks to come over and she says no. Um, so... Go off, queen. But he um, didn't even ask in, like, a cute way. He's no. like, nightcap. Ew. How about you Ew. shut up, Richard? <laughs> <laughs> so then she's Laura leaving. Laura kept calling him dick. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's leaving the restaurant, and she sees Matt and Sarah, and she, like, <sighs> hides in the bushes. Mood. <laughs> <laughs> She calls Laura, um, also mood, just hiding in the bushes, calling your best friend. Um, and she tells Laura that she's moving, and Laura's pretty sad about it. Right. Um, and then she goes on her gingerbread-making date with her date. Her name, His name is Adam. And Adam! Adam is just um, an architect freak, I guess, and really wanted the gingerbread house to be something no one has ever seen before and mm-hmm. was very particular right. about everything mm-hmm. and would not let Kate do anything and so then she just starts like pouring crap all over it she's like what do you think now <laughs> <laughs> um and then he literally has this tantrum and runs out of it he smashes he like crushes it <laughs> And leaves. Oh, that's so she funny. says, "You think I'll still win?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was really funny. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, okay, then Laura is just like, "I really need to tell you something." She's like, "Okay." Laura tells Kate that Matt 
is in love with her or was in love with her when she was off traveling around the world. Mm-hmm. And Kate gets really mad at Laura um, for not telling her earlier. Mm-hmm. So that is yep. sad. I was really scared. Um, and then she also gets a call from her mom, <laughs> who's in jail in Barbados, because mm-hmm. she was on a stolen boat, and Jerry's gone. Um, she's like, Make but it. I got all his clothes, so he can't get very far. <laughs> um, and so she has to pay money for her mom to come back, which her dad offers to pay half of it, which is just... Yeah. And he's like, I'm not doing it to help her. I'm doing it, it to, to help, help you. you. Awesome. Um, and that's chapter 10. In chapter 11... Ugh. This is a big one. They're all kind of big because there's only 12 chapters. So there's so much information packed into each one. Um, In this one, she tells her dad that she's going to leave. She's going to go to London. Um, He's upset about it, but he also supports her, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. She also, Kate goes to the manor again and she sees Drew there. Drew Drew is the one on the salsa dancing date. The king. Um, Yes, we love Drew. Um, and they just catch up, and Drew says that he thinks he's found his own match, which is great. And then Kate mostly went there because she wanted to see Laura and ask for forgiveness. And they make up, and Laura is still saying, you can't go, you can't go. But she's like, I need to, like, I can't be here anymore. But they're back on good terms. Yeah. Um, but then she goes out on another date with Richard, mm. and... They decide that they are going to go back to her place this time, but on their way back, they stop at a bar because he needs to use the restroom, (laughs) and when they walk in, Matt is at the main bar area, (laughs) and she glances him, and she's like, oh, absolutely not, so she leaves, and she's standing outside waiting for Richard, and all of a sudden, she hears a commotion from inside the bar, and there's people who are like, take it outside or whatever. Yeah. And it ends up being Matt and Richard. Oh, my they gosh. They were having a scuffle. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, they come outside and Kate's like, what is going on? Like, stop. Mm-hmm. And Matt says, are you going to tell her or do I need to? <laughs> he eventually tells her that Richard is married. I um, And he overheard him talking on the phone to his wife, saying why he wasn't at home and why he couldn't be there until later. Um, this made so me Richard is canceled. The most angry. I didn't see it coming. Like, I, d- I knew they weren't going to end up together. I knew something was going to happen, but I did not expect him to be married. No, and he was so proud of himself. Uh, yes, that was the worst part, is he didn't care. Ooh. He was like, whatever. But then she still, the next day, goes on a date on her next one, her 11th date. Like, props to her. I could not have done this. So much is going on. I could never. (laughs) Um, This date is with Thomas, and it's at a wine tasting. And I called him a wine Um, know-it-all. At one point, this is a quote I wrote down (laughs) from this chapter. I wrote this one Um, down, too. (laughs) He was, like, describing all these things that he knew so much. And he even at one point said, like, knowledge is meant to be shared. Like, he just, like, was talking way too much, and everyone was getting annoyed. 
Um, and she said, you should be a writer. And he said, I know. I've written seven books in my head. When I get the time, I'll write them out and get them published. Oh my gosh. Um, and so by the end of the day, he was like, can I see you again? And she's like, I don't think so. No. (laughs) And he was like, okay. Uh, he wasn't all that broken up about it, but yeah. I kind of like, I felt like he was even more annoying than the gingerbread house guy. I agree. Yeah. Okay, the last chapter. So it opens up with all of these birds. They're (laughs) supposed to be going to the manor. Right. For something, some reason or other. Lady Blexford. Yeah. But then they get loose. One of the birds, first of all, a partridge ends up in the pear tree, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) But then another bird ends up in the in the coffee shop and Kate well first Kate's like has anybody seen Matt and everybody's like no so then she goes in and she sees Matt like under the cup under the the counter because he just despises birds um but then she gets the bird and saves him and he's like thanks for saving me whatever and then he's like Kate don't leave and she's like what and he's like not right now. I mean, you can leave right now, but, like, don't move to London. Don't leave Blexford. Yeah. yeah. And then they kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, But then she still thinks that he's with Sarah. So he, she's mm-hmm. like, this cannot happen. No way. So then she is very conflicted about it. Um, but then for the 12th date, you get to pick any of your previous dates to go, like, this date is, like, to watch a movie in the park. In the park. Even though it's literally snowy December, watch a movie outside. Mm-hmm. But her and Drew are besties, so then they decide that they are just going to go together. He's like, I'm hungry. And she's like, the movie just started. He's like, yeah, well, I'm still hungry. <laughs> So then he goes, and then he comes back and sits down, but it's not him, it's Matt. <laughs> and then he's like, for once, I need you to not argue with me, I just need you to listen. <laughs> and he said that Sarah and him broke up when the night that he brought over the Christmas tree. And she's like, but what about the time I saw you walking outside? He's like, those were costumes for the Christmas uh, program. But if you would have stayed spying on me longer, you would have seen Oliver. So, like, (laughs) they're back together. Um, And then he's just like, I'm in love with you. I've always been in love with you. And I know you love me. Blah, blah, blah. And then they kiss and they just live happily ever after and go caroling. So that's it. Very satisfying That's it. ending. That's the book. Okay, yeah. now can we discuss the part of college? Because. Ugh. Um, because, yes, I have mixed feelings because I did not like how he talked to her Mm-mm. in either of their arguments. No. Um, maybe it's just because he's a book character, <laughs> but I feel like they didn't communicate well and 
again, just because his family died doesn't mean that he needs to take it out on the one person that, like, has always been there for him. Right. And the way he was talking to her, like, when he dropped the tree off, I was like, whoa, whoa, not okay. No. Um, and so I just, like, wasn't even really that impressed with him. I'm happy that they both love each other and that they ended up together. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming, coming, but I don't know. And I think, like, the reason why he, like, exploded like that was because, like, deep down he knew he did love her, but maybe he felt he wasn't supposed to or something. Mm. But. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Are we going to do our favorite quotes? I mean, I said some of mine. I did, too. I don't have any more. I have a couple, but I'll just read one of them. Okay. So this is a conversation between Laura and Kate, and I just loved it. And it's my new mantra. Sure. (laughs) You can't give up at the first hurdle, said Laura, when Kate had ended her brief affair with James after he got mayonnaise on his upper lip while eating a burger. (laughs) That wasn't even a hurdle, Laura went on. You dumped him for a small lip indiscretion. It wasn't working anyway, said Kate. You didn't give it a chance, Laura objected. You pressed the self-destruct button prematurely. This is a classic case of your self-sabotage. I disagree, said Kate. A man is like an optional extra. You should only take one on when it is beneficial to do so. It's like refraining from the fourth plate at the all-you-can-eat curry buffet. Just because it's there doesn't mean you have to have it. Pop off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was like, I love that. (laughs) All right. So I have two discussion questions for us. Um, Okay. The first one, these questions are in the back of the book. Um... First one is, The Twelve Dates of Christmas is written in 12 chapters, each devoted to one of Kate's dates. How did that help in the development of the narrative arc and the consistent introduction of new characters? I liked it um, because I always knew that there was something new coming. Yeah, I did too. And for a majority of the book, I was most excited to hear what the date was going to be mm-hmm. and how it was going to go wrong because mm-hmm. we knew from the description that they just kept getting worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I was just really excited to hear how they went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, once it got closer to 12, like, the, 12, the 12th date, you knew that, like, what, like, everything that's been leading up till now is going to come to resolution. Yeah, right. I liked that it was broken up that way. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, the next one is: Which of the dates was the most entertaining for you to read? How do you think Kate handled herself through some of the mishaps and misunderstandings? Hmm. Um, I think the funniest one was the gingerbread one. <laughs> yeah, that was good, and the cocktail making. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was good too. Because I like their drunk conversation. Mm-hmm. She really just was emotionally mature. Emotionally she mature? Was. Yeah. Yeah. All my, of the rejection, I would just cry. We can. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. I think my favorite to read was the second one. Um, just him just bawling his eyes out. And she's just like, is it appropriate for me to eat my soup right now? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all the discussion questions. We did make a playlist for this book, just like last time. It's very, I feel like it's very opposite because the last one is like summer island vibes mm-hmm. and this one is more like winter cozy, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Oh, one thing 
that I'll mention really quick is that I saw a lot of parallels between this book and people you meet on vacation. Jalen, would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. Same kind of vibe. Because in People We Meet on Vacation, it's two friends. Like, they've been friends since college, and they also had a falling out a long time ago and didn't talk for, like, an extended period of time. So, I found that similar. Mm. We need to rate the book. Are we ready? Yes. Okay, so going off of the last rating scale, mine mm-hmm. was tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I have two separate ratings, one for how much it actually made me cry and one for the overall enjoyment of the book. Um, so I would say zero out of five for the actual crying. I didn't cry at all. <laughs> um, and overall, I would say maybe a 3.2 tears out of five tears overall mm. nice uh, my rating was bunny hops so mm-hmm. yeah I would say I would say a solid like three three out of five bunny hops nice. yeah it was good my rating is blue oxen <laughs> and <laughs> sure. I am gonna give it a 3.5 blue oxen out of five good good Yes, our final question for this book um, is if you were in, not even if you're in Kate's shoes, but you as who you are as a person, would you ever go on 12 Dates of Christmas? I was thinking about that while I was reading it. Um, I feel like, well, if I paid for it, I probably would, Mm -hmm. Um, but my enthusiasm would get less and less by the end. Um, I feel like the yeah. first few would be fun, and I would be pretty good about it. But once I got to those last ones, I'd be like, okay, are we done yet? <laughs> I know. Or, like, if I found somebody whole... I really liked, then I would be like, yeah. and then multiple people if I really liked? I don't know. I don't know if I would put myself through that. Sounds like a lot. Like, yeah. in theory. Even, like, throughout the whole book, there wasn't a single day that she did nothing. Like, she was doing something, leaving the house every single day, and I was, like, getting tired just reading it. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. Would you do it, Lynn? I feel like, yes, if I had other friends doing it mm. at the same time. Yeah. And maybe in an area that I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about something positive? Yeah. Okay. Mine is... I'm just so excited for Christmas vacation. Like, after Friday, I'm done, you know? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Um, Four days and counting. <laughs> My something positive is also that I'm excited for Christmas break. <laughs> I'm excited for this week, though. It's going to be really fun. With my kids. My something positive is actually Blair. Um, because we just have been talking with each other a lot more lately. Cute. And I know that we haven't actually met in person before mm-hmm. yet. Keyword. But she just is literally like a ray of sunshine. Cute. Um, so it's fun. And we have a lot of similarities too. And that's always fun when you find that in a new friend. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. And always remember that you are desirable. You are bold. And you are loved. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for tagging along with us today. We hope that we brought a little positivity to your week. If you liked what you heard and you would like to connect with us a little bit more, be sure to follow us on Instagram at callmein5podcast. We would love to get to know you and have you join our community. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you listen on so you get notifications for our episodes every other Wednesday. Love you. Love you. Bye. Hi, everyone. If you know us at all, you know how much we love to copy each other. One of our most recent copy-paste-paste obsessions is our bracelets from the Wildlife Collection. That is why we are so excited to collaborate with them and share more with you about their mission. Wildlife Collections partner with nonprofit organizations to create bracelets with real animals that you can track. One of the organizations that Wildlife Collections partners with is the Sea Turtle Conservancy, the world's oldest sea turtle research and conservation group. Nearly all species of sea turtles are classified as endangered. Together, they have launched the Journey Bracelet to help sea turtles like Spongy, who I'm currently tracking. She is an adult hawksbill who was released in 2019 and currently nests in Cades Bay Beach. Polar Bears International is another organization with which they partnered to create the Venture Bracelet. Their goal is to help save our sea ice to secure a future for polar bears. I personally am tracking a 20-year-old polar bear named Bobby who lives with her two cubs in Canada. Another organization that Wildlife Collections works with is Save the Elephants. Save the Elephants specializes in elephant research and works to protect them from ivory poaching. Wildlife Collections and Save the Elephants joined forces in 2020 to launch the Expedition Bracelet. 10% of the profits of the Expedition Bracelets go to help three elephants like my elephant, Nysula. She is a 21-year-old Kenyan elephant who lost most of her herd to poachers. With every order, you help save wildlife. Use our code CMI5-20 for 20% off your order today.